The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pa de Chat Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this weekly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I am happy to share my 14 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. Here we are again. Here we are. Another fresh episode of Potted Chat for all of my lovely listeners out there. I'm having what is becoming yet another typical week week for me. I taught at Steps on Broadway this past Monday, and on Tuesday I taught at Greenwich Ballet Academy, and then today I was interviewed by Liberty Kogan for her awesome podcast, The Bartender. So that should be out, I think in about a week and a half, you should go check that out on the Dance Network. Uh, Liberty has been podcasting for a little while now, and I, I've listened to a few of her podcasts, and I love the work that she's doing. So I think that this podcast world is its so small, and it's so cool to see uh, the different content that all of us podcast, podcast hosts are putting out there. So definitely go over to the Dance Network and check that out. We talked about tons and tons and tons of things, uh, and I, I can't wait for you guys to listen to that. I'll let you know when that when that goes up uh, the week, that week when I podcast. All right. Other than this stuff, I'm putting together a proposal for a fellowship, which I'm pretty excited about. So keep your fingers crossed for me as I get closer to submitting that. I can't tell you quite what that's about yet, but it's definitely dance related. <laughs> Shocking. And I will share it with you when I feel that it's appropriate and if I happen to get that fellowship. Now, on to this week's episode. It feels kind of like a flashcast week for me. Uh, I'm going to try to do one at least every month or so. So let me offer you a short blast of information to fill your little or big dance-loving hearts. When you teach open classes in any city like me, uh, you are guaranteed to get a range of students in your classes. I've taught talented tweens all the way up to septuagenarian queens. Did you like that? Uh, My humor just it never works out when I'm podcasting. (laughs) But anyway, I've I've taught men and women, boys and girls of all ages, uh, and they come in from every skill level imaginable. It isn't uncommon for dancers coming into my lower level classes like beginner or intermediate ballet or beginner or intermediate contemporary. Uh, It isn't uncommon for them to come in without much experience at all. In fact, at Steps on Broadway this week, an adult student came up to me and told me it was her first class in years, and she wasn't sure which classes she should be taking or if she should be doing anything to prepare for those classes. So I offered her some advice I have shared to other dancers when they've asked me this question, because this one comes up a lot. And since you're listening in and maybe in the same position, I'd like to impart this advice to you. So without further ado, here is, here is, here are 10 tips for anybody who is thinking about hopping into an open dance class. Alrighty, if you have dance experience but you haven't taken class in a while, 
or anywhere in the in the upwards of the past few months. You should definitely not be taking anything over uh, beginner or introductory level of class. I get this all the time. I've even had people claim that they're former professionals and they show up to an intermediate or advanced class and say that it's their first class back in years. <laughs> Either way, any trained dancer should know that while your mind may understand the terms and material, muscle memory is a real thing that disappears, uh, as are strength and stamina. So if you're wondering which classes you belong in, then you should probably be taking the most basic class and then working your way up from there. Maybe you only take those basic classes once or twice, uh, but at least it gives you a little bit of a, a way to gauge where you are uh, so you don't get in over your head because once you're in class it's an hour and a half long and you're there <laughs> whether you're in over your head or not Alrighty. next do not show up for class the moment that it starts you want to give yourself some time to check in get changed maybe do a few stretches for your hamstrings quads and calves because if you are on time for class, you are already late. <laughs> and if you're at an open class studio like Steps on Broadway or Broadway Dance Center, or I'm sure it's different in, in smaller cities, but there may be a line for you to, si to, to sign in for class. You have to pay. Uh, you have paperwork. Maybe something goes wrong and they only take credit card cash instead of credit cards. Um, so you just want to definitely make sure that you are, are there at least, I'd say, 10 to 20 minutes early. Otherwise, you may be running in after the class has already begun. Third, remember that while you are an adult with knowledge and life experience, that doesn't mean that you should quickly ascend past those younger than you. When you enter a dance class, everybody, their first class, they enter at the same level, whether they're five years old or whether they're 40 years old. So don't think just because you are middle-aged or somewhere past your, your teens that you get a free pass to skip the introductory building blocks of a... Uh, of of dance. We forget as adults that when learning any language or trade, you have to start with those basic steps, those building blocks I was talking about. And often you have to spend plenty of time refining and fine-tuning and repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating <laughs> simple basic steps before moving forward. Just because you're an adult in class for fun and fitness uh, and not trying to have a career, it doesn't mean that you get a pass to move forward before you've mastered the basics. All right, next up, if you are only interested in taking a contemporary, modern, or any other style of dance outside of ballet class, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that you should still take at least some type of regular ballet class. <laughs> All of these technical styles of dance are derived from the basics of ballet, and if you don't understand what a plie is, a tendu, a jeté, an arabesque, the basic positions of the feet, first, second, fourth, fifth, or the arm positions, it will be nearly impossible for you to understand anything that is happening throughout these other classes. So if you want to take a, contempor if a contemporary class or a modern class, or if you feel like you want to go into musical theater, you should at least take one ballet class a week so that you're, you're building your foundation and you can... You can get better. Fifth, do a little research on the options of teachers for classes. It is more likely that you will receive proper training from teachers that have professional credits than from those who don't. Not that those without the professional ones, without the professional credits, not that they can't offer you correct tools, but you are more likely to be trained properly and safely from somebody who has had a, a career. 
to uh, to a certain level of of excellency just because a teacher did have a career also doesn't mean that they're going to be the best teacher but uh it's it's usually it's usually fair to say that you'll get better quality training from somebody who has uh understands what it means and how and how to get to uh the stage and no matter what the circumstances are if you feel that your teacher isn't really a good fit for you just try another teacher for comparison. Maybe you'll learn that that teacher is actually really a good fit, or if not, you'll find a teacher that is a good fit. Next up, the appropriate attire for a ballet class is a black leotard, pink-footed tights, and pink ballet slippers for ladies, and black-footed or ankle-length tights, a solid color t-shirt, and black ballet slippers for a man. Now, in open class, you have more freedom with color and style of leotards, tights, and slipper color, and what you wear in your t-shirt, but this is really a good foundational place to build from for uh, dancewear. If you're taking class in a different style than ballet, maybe call and ask what's appropriate. For instance, a modern class may require convertible tights, which uh, they have a hole in the bottom so you can pull your feet through so you can dance barefoot. Or for instance, I have dancers wear socks in my contemporary classes. So like I said, don't be afraid to call and ask the organization for suggestions. Also, warm-ups. Uh, those sweatpants or those leg warmers or those uh, wraps that people wear to keep them warm. They are not generally suggested for beginner level classes as it makes it harder for the instructors to see your body and you can't really get corrected if nobody can see your body. But they aren't necessarily frowned upon in the same way that they would be in a pre-professional conservatory setting. Number seven, be careful about talking in class. There is often a more relaxed atmosphere in beginning level open classes and more time for conversation, but this doesn't mean that it is an appropriate time or place to have conversations, especially if they are about your week uh, and other things that aren't related to what's happening in the studio. Save the conversation for outside of class. Next, if you have any questions about the level technique, uh, an elaboration on a correction that you got, uh, appropriate dress or more things like that, either ask before or after class. Of course, you can ask for clar clarifications on corrections uh, during class if a teacher is correcting at that time. But if they've already addressed it and you're still not really getting it, just move on with the class and don't be afraid to pull the teacher aside after class and ask them to, uh, to simplify or clarify or state it in a different way. That's what we're there for. Next up, pay close attention to the etiquette of the dance studio that you are in. There are general rules that are the same across many dance studios, but also keep in mind that at the same time, there are many etiquettes that are studio-pacific. For instance, when I took class, open class at Westside Ballet uh, in Santa Monica, California, it was appropriate for dancers to arrive to class more than 20 minutes late. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is a good thing, considering how bad the traffic gets in Los the Los Angeles area, the studio allowed people to do this, otherwise they might miss out on having a handful of people in class. Uh, where on the other hand, at Steps, I've actually seen dancers wait in the entrance of the studio for the instructor to wave them into the studio if they weren't on time at the exact beginning of plies in, in a ballet class. So just keep your eyes open and take notice of the practices that seem to be commonplace. Lastly, I just suggest that you be aware of your hygiene. Dance is a very physical art, and a lot of dancers new to our practice don't realize how much they will work in sweat. 
Shower, wear clean clothes every time you dance, bring a towel for sweat, carry a water bottle into class to hydrate, and make sure that you wear deodorant. Maybe don't wear perfume so that you don't make people sneeze around you, or if you do, wear just a little bit. Uh, but just make sure that you're not going to be giving, giving off odors, whether they're very sweet or very sour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to enjoy it our amazing art form that is dance. So just make sure that we we keep it visual. <laughs> All right, if you are looking for more elaborate ideas of how open classes run, um, previously I did a podcast on uh, the rules of open class, which go more into details about uh, just being in the studio, less about uh, things that you might want to consider if you are thinking about taking an open class. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you find it helpful. I think I went a little bit over my flashcast, but you know me, I can't help but giving you as much information as possible. If you like these types of podcasts, please let me know, and I will make sure that I keep on producing these. Alrighty, if there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycorollis.com. Again, that's www.barrykerollis.com. You can also reach out on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcasts or to book master classes in ballet or contemporary technique for choreography or speaking engagements. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcast on the Premier Dance Network. You can find our website on premierdancenetwork.com. New hosts from your favorite dance companies are being added monthly. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is B. Carolus, or on Twitter at Bariscos. Also, be sure to subscribe to my blog, Life of a Freelance Dancer, where I have been writing about working as a freelance artist for over four years. I also have two YouTube channels, B. Carolus, featuring my choreography, and Core-ography, featuring my choreographic web series that tells the life-defining stories of professional dancers through revealing interviews and choreography. Thanks for listening in to Pot of Chat. I hope you return next Friday to talk dance with me. And remember to go out and support your local dance scene.